Welcome back to the Beer O'Clock Podcast. I'm Dylan Toon. I'm Angus Norris. And we are here to bring you all of the important views and outdated news from the Australian beer world and beyond. And uh, yeah, we're, we're back. I mean, we've been back. We have been back. But it is, uh, we're back in a normal format podcast for the first time in God, months. Yeah, long time. Probably six months. It has been genuinely a long time. Yeah, definitely a long time between drinks. And we've obviously uh, had Seabrew, had heaps of content there, and we had Golden Pines, which was a, a mammoth um, undertaking. Right up should be up this week with any luck. Hopefully before you listen to this. Yeah. But we'll, we will see. You'll, you'll know how well things have gone. I think I told someone that. 10 days ago that it should be up tomorrow. So it's yeah. going well. All right. Fingers crossed. Um but yeah, hopefully back to more regular episodes. With any luck. We've yeah. got a plan. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think I think up front we can probably say that uh, Ranking of Lagers is pausing this month, but yep. it should be back on track next month. With any luck. Um, we might have to put a, a list of countries up and see if anybody knows yeah. where to acquire the lagers and so on and we, so forth. We definitely have a couple more floating around. They are just uh, currently... I'm not 100% sure where they are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> somewhere, but uh, yeah, not not easy enough to find in time for today. So that's, um, yeah, all good. Too. Apologies if you're keen on that, but rest assured we will be back. It's not going track. anywhere. Yeah. Mm. Um, maybe we can even do two or three next yeah. time. Yeah, oh, catch up. Proper old school yeah. episode. <laughs> back when it, we could actually find beer. Um, I think we can jump straight into the news. Let's do it. Um, and top of the agenda is Stomping Ground and Good Drinks calling off the acquisition, the, the latter acquiring the former, which is no, now no longer going through. And I believe the wording was something akin to, uh, you know, because they both wanted to and it doesn't seem like that's the case. But yeah. It doesn't make sense to me that it would be the case. Yeah. Because um, they were citing sort of interest rates going up and, you know, consumer confidence falling and all this sort of stuff. Surely that would make Stomping Ground more keen to get their hands on that cash. Yeah, unless it was like a situation where Good Drinks perhaps lowered the valuation or something and mm. then came back and offered them a new you know, settlement that they weren't happy with. Um, I do think the, the tricky part is, though, that Stomping Ground have now lost a lot of indie cred and have nothing to show for it. Yeah. Um, and it's very clear that they want to sell, which is... You know, in a lot of uh, – if you care about independent beer, it's, it's almost as bad as actually selling in a lot of I, I would think there would be a lot of people who think that's as bad yeah. as actually selling. Well, because it's the same thing, right? Yeah. It essentially means that you, you're putting money over your independence. Understandably, and we're not – as we've always say, it's not necessarily – we're not turning our nose up at people who sell um, – Apart from certain situations like Stone and Wood, where it's against the, against the brand yes. ethos, I think um, Stomping Ground has been a prime candidate yeah. for purchase. It's for always made sense. Yeah. Hospo venues uh, are going gangbusters. But yeah. the thing I did find interesting, which I actually agree with, is that the wholesale market is so tight at the moment that it's actually very difficult to expand your brand. Um, and that might have been sort of what came into it. It might have been... The thinking about what Stomping Ground might have been happy about, it may have been that, look, if we have to, you know, cut corners to be able to get the wholesale numbers up to where we're turning a profit sufficient enough for good drinks to be happy, then is it and worth diluting the brand that much? And to hit all those those reach KPI, goals. Yeah, that. yeah. Because exactly. I think in that thing, we looked at it a while ago, and they were tripling in size or something effectively. Yeah. And I think that's the – and the thing is, is that it is a hard market to break into. Like, they're popular in Victoria or interstate. I don't think they have. Yeah, that's the thing that always surprises me that no one interstate really knows much about them at all. But you would say they're they are comfortably one of the they're the big ones in Victoria. Yeah, definitely. Like everyone knows Stomping Ground. It's like a cool place to go. Everyone has seen their beers around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. I I am intrigued to see if they'll revisit this or if Stomping Ground will look for someone else or if they'll double down on being independent. Now it's the other thing that was interesting from that was the um, statement that. It f- had to be announced because of the a- ASX listing for yes, good drinks, yeah. and that really deals like this happen, you know, and fall over at the last minute all the time. Yeah, and it's just that this one played out probably more publicly than either party would have liked. Yes, yes, I think if if they could have had you know the option, they probably would have maybe never announced it to begin with, and then therefore no one would have known, and then no harm done. But yeah, unfortunately, harm has been done. I guess exactly. For, for their sake. Um, well, one to watch. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Um, next big one, which is, um, I, can, I know it's a big story because my mum actually, 
I was on holiday with her and she sort of turned over. She's like, do you know Ballistic are going into voluntary administration? Yeah. I was like, well, it made I national, do now. It yeah. made national news. It was like on yeah. the front page of the Herald Sun, on the front page of news.com. Yeah, yeah. and I believe we briefly spoke about it in the past at some point. I don't possibly. reckon we have. No. Because the only time would have been Golden Pints and I don't think either of us would have mentioned Ballistic. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Possibly, possibly off mic. Yeah, almost um, certainly. But yeah, so the, the call out is that uh, ballistic have gone into voluntary uh, administration. The the quote from them is the present intention is to continue training. Ballistic beer is still available online venues and retailers near you. Um, it does seem like they're in a spot of bother. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of creditors from from the sound of it. The interesting part is though that they have multiple trading companies, so their other brew pubs are not affected by this. You know, and can trade as normal. Yeah. I, I do wonder if it's maybe was just an overly aggressive expansion from the early popularity of Hawaiian Haze, which has not been maintained to the degree yeah. they would like. Followed by COVID. Mm. Um, you know, the the pressure that the whole industry is sort of feeling, shrinking margins, increased costs, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Companies do come out of administration all the time. It is yeah. possible. It's yeah. just one of those. This one sounds less positive than, uh, what's it called, Easy Times, I think is the Queensland one that did it late last year. Yes. Yeah, I think that, that rings a bell. Um, Good well, luck to them. It's a, it's a mm, big brand in the in the scheme of things. Yeah, and it's just maybe too big for what they're actually yeah. uh, making. So, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm yeah, a fan of their beers and – Wish them all the best. I haven't had one of their beers for ages, I don't think. Yeah, I had a couple when I was in Queensland recently. Um, still nice. Yeah, good. I'll sleep when you're dead and Hawaiian Haze are still nice beers. Yeah. Um, I never liked the Oaks XBA very much. I hated that beer, but that, that had a massive following. Yeah. I, I just, why are you working I don't get a hoppy beer? Yeah, anyway. I don't get it. But yeah, obviously. Obviously, other people do. I, I'm sure we'll get hate on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Almost certainly. Um, we'll go more in depth uh, into this later on, but uh, Mountain Culture, congratulations for their win in the Hottest 100 Gabs beers. Yep. I'm pretty – I don't think it was on mic because there was no time, but I definitely called that <laughs> <laughs> to you off mic before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was – And I cleaned up, thank you, Sportsbit, before they realised what was going on. <laughs> I was very sceptical. Um, I was hoping they would. Yeah. Um, I thought best case scenario might be that Crankshaft won. Um yeah, there's just a certain beer yep. that I was hoping wouldn't win and it didn't, so that's good. Um, I can't possibly then, think what that beer yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Is it on the next one we're talking yeah, about? On completely unrelated <laughs> news, um, Better Beer won their case against Sidewinder. Yeah, they were always going to, weren't they? They were yeah. the, the For those who don't know, I think Sidewinder launched about a week before Better Beer and basically said that the packaging was too similar uh, and that they were... Uh, what was the line? It was something like building off their brand to sell their own beer or something. And that argument just got dumber and dumber the longer the case went along. Yeah. As, uh, As better beer went up to, what, 20 million litres yeah. or something? And, and Sidewinders. I don't even know if you can. I assume it's still around. They they exist. Um, they're very expensive, Sidewinder. Yeah, yeah. We've been through this about yeah, how expensive they are. It's like, Not bad beer. No, no, but there's better non-alks that... Yeah. Yeah, at a similar... You know, at a are better they price even point. a non-alc or are yeah. they like 1% oh. or something weird like that? They might be 1%. I thought they were actually. like very low alcohol. They're, in that, they're in, that, in that space for me anyway. Definitely. They're closer to non-alc. I reckon they're 1.1 or something weird. I reckon they're right. Say yeah. that. I feel like they're like zero. I, I think they might be the one I'm thinking of where it's actually got like 0.1 cent of drinks on the can. It's got enough alcohol that they can't that it has it to have an alcoholic. Yeah. have a thing on it. Just looking it up here, which... Great radio. Yeah, it's proving. Yeah, 1.1. 1. 1. I was, God, I'm good. Yeah, good work. <laughs> Between us, we are. We managed to remember. The useless things that stick in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, I. it is what it is. It yeah. was always going to go this way. I don't actually know why Brick Lane went ahead with that because now all that's done is cost some legal fees. Yep. And, you know, I don't know, just maybe hurt the sort of, you know, value of the brand a little bit because... I doubt this reaches many people who would... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I doubt so. I want to reach many people, well, to be honest. That's, so, yeah. yeah, that's maybe it, Maybe it's free advertising. Um, not so free advertising. Not so free advertising. Very yeah. expensive advertising. Because um, also, it's very hard to prove deliberately deceptive, you know. Especially that close yeah. to the release of each other. It just seems absurd that they would 
The only way yeah. they would have done it is they if they literally had an email from their graphic designer that said, hey, I've seen this design over here. We should do that. It's just hot. You know, it's 70s. It was hot at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and it fits with the, the idea of both of them and, like, neither of cans look particularly good. That's just so dumb. It's like they're fine, but it's not yet. No one would go out of the way and say, oh, my God, that's I want a can. So awesome. I need to copy yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So dumb. Uh, so we don't have we don't have B R O O brew uh, news, but we do have well, brew slightly brew. tangential brew news. You know how Mildura shut? Yes. Uh, uh, Mildura is now open again. Ah. As as Mildura Brewery with the same logo from back in the day. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it is apparently the same original owner who um, took it has taken it back. Yep. Uh, but they are being real cagey with any info. Like I was up there for. Christmas uh, with the family and the staff are like, we're not supposed to talk about this sort of thing. So it'll be interesting. I wonder if it's kind of like, I think it's Nant who like had the the problems and got bought by new ownership and they're sort of just like, yeah, not really keen on talking about the details. No, no. So maybe it's more of a protection thing than a, we're not allowed to, who knows? Um, But yeah. Uh, we instead of instead of sorry segment, to derail your segment. no no instead of a segment on on brew news we've got brew dog news yeah um, and by news I just mean James Watts being silly uh, and has been silly uh, for a few months as we call it out in the golden pints um, but yeah a couple of I think we call it out most episodes James Watts being silly it certainly really feels are. like that recently and it's it's a shame because it's not like you know I don't necessarily have anything against brew dog except for. Uh, Old mate. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I, I think that's the main thing. Um, he has yeah, done a bit of damage to that brand uh, recently. Well, he would argue that he's actually just in- enhanced the brand. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he their, would. Their entire thing is just, we should be in the news. It doesn't matter why. Well, you know, uh, mission accomplished, I guess, yeah. because they're, they're in the news. And um, it clearly matters to Dylan and I. Yes, yes. Well, it, it's just very frustrating. I mean... It's very frustrating when there's a brand that you have really liked in the past and then, yeah, they're just being gooses and playing with their brand equity in such a way. Um, so there's a couple of main things here. Um, this is a little while ago, but uh, they had a competition to win a solid gold can. Um, I'm sure we talked about this at the time. Yeah, probably. Um, and then turns out, shock horror, the cans weren't solid gold. They were just gold-plated. And then... So James Watt ended up having to pay about half a million pounds to the yep. people impacted. And I, essentially my understanding is he bought back them. the cans from them and then... But at on, the value they should have been yes, yes. or something. And then went on a big screed about how, woe is me, it's all so unfair. You know, we made a mistake, but I lost... Two years two, salary. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I own have 40 cans now. And it's like, dude, if you'd just, done, if you'd just said gold-plated cans at a solid gold, you would have, you know, if you didn't have... If you weren't trying to be Brewdog, it would have it would have been fine. Yeah, but exactly. You tried to do Brewdog things, and you got yeah. Uh. And then and then yeah. So about uh, I think it was December last year. They also lost their status as a B Corp. Which, um, yeah, basically, yeah, which is a lot of an ethical commitment to the environment and community and so on. Yeah, there's some sustainability requirements. Yeah, in there. And yeah. So shock horror. I think we may have even called out the time that they that, that this can't last. last. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, they uh, also they had the whole Qatar thing, which we called out, which was yeah them them calling out Qatar, and then also like they had that that horrible PR video that James Watts did as well. Yeah, the one with yeah. the IKEA chair. Oh my god! Uh, and then there was, and we we're not trying to make fun of mental health here, no, or anything. No. We're not uh, doing it for people who uh, genuinely have mental health conditions. Yes, but uh, his his posts the other week about. My neurodiversity journey. Yeah, which may or may not be, you know, we, we, we're not doctors, we can't. No, no, that's it, fair. It is awfully convenient. It, it does seem convenient. That you have ADHD and you're autistic and so on, immediately after you have done month after month of dumb thing. It mm. just seems very handy that... You've now been conveniently diagnosed with... Yes, yes. Um, and it's not super clear exactly what the diagnosis is. It sort of seems to be a range of things. It's all of this stuff vaguely on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and if James actually has this, I will apologise to him in person. I'm just uh, – I wouldn't put it past him. 
I um yes. I, I, I look I'm I'm sort of of the opinion he probably does have it. Mm-hmm. I'm also of the opinion he's leveraging it to Oh try absolutely to he's mistakes. leveraging yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't be surprised. Lots of people have mental health issues that are undiagnosed. Yeah. But suddenly getting them diagnosed doesn't forgive your behaviour. Plenty of mentally no. ill people are well behaved and contribute well to society and basically don't constantly do dumb shit. And don't uh use their mental health as an excuse for doing dumb yes, shit exactly. constantly. And it's it's almost, to me, it's almost offensive to mentally ill people. People, the way that he's dealing with this, yes. yeah. Because he's essentially saying, look, I've got these things, that's why I do dumb things. And it's like, well, no, there's plenty of people who have ADHD and OCD who don't do on, these the, things. on the spectrum who, yeah, who are on the outside. They're, they're probably, you know, fighting very difficult internal battles, but externally are, you know, upstanding members of society and they would work bloody hard on that. And I think, you know, it would probably be very frustrating whenever they see people like what I believe James is doing here, leveraging a diagnosis to forgive poor behaviour. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Um, speaking of terrible ideas. Mm. Um, this is bad. New Belgium. Have, <laughs> I don't even know if you can call it rebranding. They've just they've Butchered. put a new beer in the fat tyre cans and said this is fat tyre. And it's, you can't do that because it's not fat tyre. Yeah. It's like when it's, – it's more egregious than when people change like their flagship pail and change the hops up. Mm. You know, this is so much worse. This is a different style a of different beer. different style, a different ABV. The reason fat tyre has a brand and all this brand equity that they're clearly trying to use because they think it's valuable Yeah, is because it's the Amber Ale. <laughs> And I, I honestly think that what's going to happen is they'll see a very brief uptick from morbid curiosity, followed by a steep decline when everyone realizes that this Hang new on. light lager looking beer isn't a fat tire and isn't what they wanted to buy. We'll put a photo of it. The can does still say amber ale, yes. but it is a it's a light looking beer. It's not an amber ale. It's, if you it told was me, never the if darkest you told me it's a pale ale, yeah. maybe, but nah, it was never never the darkest beer. But it is not an amber ale anymore. No. No. no one in their right mind will say there's red in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, bad on you, uh, New Belgium. Um, Molly Rose opening new restaurant bar thing. I've seen a lot of in-progress in sort of shots yep. of, I can't remember his name, sorry, the, the Nick. gentleman. Nick. Um, yeah, doing. Nick? Yeah, Nick. I think that's correct. Um, apologies, not Nick, if that's not I, your name. I'm, um, I've met you so many yeah, times. Like, <laughs> that's, that's why I was like, surely one of us must remember this. Um, but yeah, um, seen a lot of in progress shots of him yep. doing a lot of painting and stuff. And looks really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Is that um, also going to be in Collingwood? It's next door. So oh. they've acquired, I think, the building next door. Not the station. <laughs> no, no, just knocked through. I think there was like a garage or something there, wasn't there? Yeah, I remember because yeah, I used to walk past the, the, the perpetually closed garage, and we thought this was news because it's fun and like, yeah. you know, breweries expanding into. Different parts of Hospo, sort of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I think the idea is that they're going to try and pair their stuff, you know, with their beers, like their yeah. food and their beer, in there. And yeah, we've been to a Molly Rose food and beer yeah. pairing event. It was very nice. It, their beer, it just lends itself perfectly to that sort of thing, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, but we'll definitely be out to check that out at some point, and yeah. we'll report back. Yeah, I, I think sooner rather than later, whenever they're open. Um, and sort of on other brewery tap room openings, uh, La Serene back, which is fantastic. Yeah, because we mentioned in the Golden Pints that it was a sh- tragedy that they were closed. Yes. Then they were reopened. Yeah. Albeit temporarily. Yeah, it does seem all very up in the air still. So, if you know, if you're listening to this and you they still have bookings, just get down there, support them. Yeah, I can't remember the exact date Costa told us. I think it's mid-April. I believe. They've got an eviction date unless they can s- sort it out with the council. Yeah, which he seems, you know, I must say Costa was in really good spirits. And we were there on the first day they reopened. Yeah, but like didn't seem to be, could tell he was a bit frustrated, but was still, you know, the perfect host basically. So. Ah, such a good space. Yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I had a really good time there. Um, we can talk about that a little bit more in, later uh, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, on point, I don't know anything about this. Uh, so they were a contract brand. Uh, they have opened their brewery and tap room in a the old butter factory. You know, like so many of these breweries are. I reckon you've told me, or it's another one that's in a butter factory that you've told me about. It's this one. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, in uh, Alexandra, which is one of those high country towns. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know Alexandra. I was, yeah. I was just thinking that. I, I was like, which Alexandra. one is it? And um, 
Yeah, turns out I do know Alexander. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crafting Co. are opening another brew pub. In yeah. Preston. They've already got one, right? They've, they're the one on Smith Street. Collingwood. Yeah. yeah. I believe I was, um, it was one of the early potentials for my wedding venue. Oh, really? Um, it was, I think it's 60 people max or something. Yeah, yeah. It does look very cool, though. Uh, um, Preston looks a lot bigger. More, yes, it, more yeah. warehousey. It's apparently right near Moondog World. Yeah, and Three Ravens and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good spot. So that'll be fun. I'm yeah. sure we'll be there at some point. Yeah, there'll be another post Carwin walk in oh, the making. God. Sure. <laughs> uh, local brewing opening up in Clifton Hill. Yep. Uh, soon. Yeah, I think they, Google says the first of March. I think they'll be doing. Well. It wasn't looking like yeah. the first of March from the. Instagram stuff, but I think in the next month or so they should be open. Yeah, fantastic. Um, that's exciting. I think we've talked before, I'm really keen on their sustainable sours. Yep. I'm really keen on a lot of charity work they do, uh, Second Bite and just various other local charities. I want to call it Fair Share, but I'm not sold that's right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's good, good charity alone. Good people. Yes. They do art stuff as well. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, good research from us. Sorry. Yeah, as as always. Yeah, um, Spotty Dog, <laughs> Spotty Dog, uh, the Tassie one. They've finally got their stunning looking tap room open on the waterfront down there. Lovely. Is that in Hobart or Launceston? Hobart. Sounds I right. think. Yeah. Was well, it near Mona or not near Mona? Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that is the question, isn't it? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> near near the place you visit in Tasmania or the one you don't visit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can do both. It's, <laughs> it's about can. the same drive from like Melbourne to Beechworth to get from Launceston to Hobart from memory. That's true. Um, 15 and a half hour drive, that would suggest it's Hobart. Yep. It is Hobart. There you go. Beautiful. Um, Pirate Life South Melbourne. Um, I kind of forgot about this, but... I had happening. completely forgotten about it. Um, I think we went to actual Pirate Life and then it was sort of like, oh, I don't care about that anymore. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, basically. But it's happening. Yeah, apparently. It's coming this year. We'll see. I think this is very vague. I'm pretty sure they are opening in the spot that someone else was. Jetty Road we're going to have. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't had that confirmed, but I'm 90% sure. Sounds plausible. Yeah. Uh, and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, closures. Thankfully, not a long list. Um, Newstead are closing their original site. They've still got another site, do they? Yeah, so they have had like a brew pub on, I'm going to get them confused the wrong way around. I think one's on Doggett Street. Yeah, because New South Wales, we don't. It's Queensland. Yeah, it's Queensland. We don't need to know about it. <laughs> it's not Victoria. We exactly. Who cares yeah. about that sort of thing? Um, so they're closing their original brew pub and mo- like they've got a hospital thing at the big brewery now. So oh, I okay, think. they can do that. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're just contracting, you know, like yep. bringing it all back in as I think a fair bit of the industry will do this year. It'll and be that's working titles going into their original site. Yeah. yeah. And working title are ex Newstead Brewers and the tie in there. And I think they brew out of there anyway. Yeah. All very incestuous in the best possible yeah, way. Yeah, but that all makes total uh, sense, total sense yeah, yeah. for everyone. Um, and then a closure, not closure, the, oh, the yeah. Bogues Visitor Centre. Yeah, this is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? That, yeah. uh, uh, is it CUB or is it Lion? Don't know. Yeah, fuck it, leave it. One of the big ones. One of the big ones. Yeah. Uh, was going to close the Bogues Visitor Centre, which you've been to. I don't think yeah. I have. Yeah. It's in Launceston, isn't it? Yes. Had a really nice time. Uh, awesome tour. They may have still been doing the tours, but the visitor centre is a reasonably sized building. I could yep. see why it would cost a bit of money to keep going. Yep. But yeah. uh, So they were going to close it and then the Tassie government stepped in and basically said, here's a million bucks to not do that. Yeah. Obviously it employs people. And so, yeah, but it's, it's also very much like... Well, Something you know, to do. Is, is, are we now going to see Cascade being like, oh, we'll close up Hobart yeah. if you don't give us a million dollars to... I think the Tassie brewers are all very much like, well, where's our like craft brewers? Are like, where's our million dollars to make a northern Tasmania craft beer trail? Yeah, fair point. And I think the IBA are lobbying the state government to match that for them. Yeah, which uh, would be a good idea. Like craft craft brewers are a very people intensive. Yeah, um, a lot of employment. Yeah, yeah, a lot of local engagement, a lot of sort of community engagement, and in a place that struggles for a. Employment and relies on tourism. It would totally. make a lot of sense. Yeah, which is probably why the Bogues thing happened. But yeah, it probably should. What it should have done is pointed out to the the Tasmanian government that there's a wider need for 
support of, of the, yeah. beer, the beer industry. Like I assume the wine industry gets a lot of kickbacks. Um, well, you're supporting a, ca- a billion-dollar company that, you know, doesn't pay any tax in Australia yeah. ahead of, let's call it 10. Would have been nice to see the Tassie government actually buy it off them or something. Yeah, something I, like that. I feel like that would have been a better result. Like they'll just own and run the visitor centre part of it. Yeah. Um, but here yeah. we are. Yeah, here we are. Uh, brewery sales. Uh, Red Hill was listed for sale. Which yeah, is yeah. Pioneering Victorian brewer down on the uh, Mornington Peninsula. It seemed extremely busy there. Is it like an ownership? They they just chill out? Yeah. yeah they sort of borderline retirement age. Yeah, that's that was what I was thinking. That might because it seems like financially it wouldn't really be a problem to keep it going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they just want to do something else. You know. Yeah. Um, they don't live there anymore. They like there's a house on site, so you can literally move your move in oh, next to work. One minute commute. That's a lovely, uh, lovely part of the world. Yeah, and you get all their hop stuff and oh yeah, because you got the vines at the yeah. front, don't they, in the car park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like you couldn't do that anymore uh, on the Mornington Peninsula because of. Because it's got the existing license, you wouldn't get a new one on that block. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, so if you thing. buy it as it is. So are they selling the Red Hill brand? All of it. Everything. All of it. Okay. Everything. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I would imagine someone would buy that brand. I think there's a bit. It's enough equity there, I think. Yeah. Um, enough, yeah. I mean, I don't drink heaps of their beer, but I don't really have anything against it or anything. I really like Temptation, which is a Belgian pale. Oh, yeah, that rings. That's a delicious beer. And their stout is... Excellent every time you have it. The Imperial. I've been down there a couple of times yeah. and always I've had a nice time. But um yeah, just like their beers for not being that far out of Melbourne, it's not super easy to find. No, no. Um and Source Brewing are selling their equipment in cans. Yeah, so this one's quite interesting. So they um announced, I reckon it's pre COVID, they announced that they were opening a brewery up in Cairns. Yeah. Uh they opened the venue. Uh without installing the brewing equipment. Yeah. They did eventually install the brewing equipment. Yeah. But they haven't commissioned it. So, so they're keeping the venue and selling the yes. equipment? So they are – basically they've decided there isn't enough people in cans, like with travel opening back up and yeah. stuff, to justify the brew pub up there. But they'll have it. But they will have venue. the hospo yeah. venue, which can still be supplied by the main brewery. Yeah. And this is again the contraction of the contraction I was talking about earlier. Yes, yeah, definitely. You know, everyone sort of batting down the hatches, if you will. Yep, makes sense. I mean, yeah, interest it makes rates, sense yada, to yada, still yada. Have a nice, well, sort of presence, but not yeah. necessarily the same thing. So I think it's a 10 hex system, ready to go. Yeah, sure, there's breweries up there who might be keen. Someone will buy it. Yeah. Um, all right, on to the tasting paddle. We'll do some quick run throughs of slightly less important news. Yeah, stuff that's worth mentioning, but doesn't need a full chat. Yeah. You should know the drill by now. Yeah. Uh, new Zealand hops release Super Delic. Yeah, so this is their first new hop since Nectaron back in 2020. Uh, yeah. um, and, and wasn't that an, an abject failure that uh, I used at all? Terrible. No one likes that hop at all. Yeah. Uh, and this hop, I realised before, I have had this hop in its experimental form. So it was NZH102, which people may know about from the... Hop Nation IPA they released late last year called Experiment 102. Ah, I may or may not have had that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was banging. Yep. I still remember it. It had this very distinct um, gooseberry thing uh, uh, like Oakum Citra. Okay. So is it is it like Nelson adjacent flavor-wise almost? But not, this one was really interesting. It, well, not, not, not like super Nelson-y. Sort of thing, no, yeah. You I just feel like I get a lot of gooseberry from Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but along with the 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 you know, Sav Blanc sort of yeah, character. Yeah. yeah, So there's none of the Venus bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, really interesting hop. Well, at least in that beer. Yeah. So I'll be fascinated to see what they do. Keen to see how it goes. Um, Seabree brings back powers. Yeah. Is this a brand? I don't yeah, know it's like an eighties Queensland bullshit thing. Oh, nice. I think I think the story is they launched. As being the Brisbane Broncos' initial sponsor, oh, and everyone was, yeah, and everyone was like, okay. "Where can I buy the beer?" And it's like the beer doesn't exist yet. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that's the story. That it rings a very vague bell. Uh, anyway, is this CUB making some weird nostalgia play? 
Is this CUB doing some state thing? Like, we'll see. It's going to be like, I can never pronounce this, uh, Rex? Yeah, Reshes or whatever Reshes, it is. Rex, yeah. So, like, it'll be like bringing that back. I imagine yep. it's just a little bit of, yeah. Um, VB fridge magnet. I reckon this thing's so cool. We we talk about these VB little cross promotion things yeah, all the time. They do a lot of them. They're really good at it. I, it's it is slightly strange that no one else does it. Uh, they have made a fridge magnet that you can push, and it will automatically order you a six pack of VB that Jimmy brings will bring to you. Yeah, and I think you get it with any slab purchase from Jimmy brings something like that. Yeah, yeah. from memory. Um, yeah, I can see a lot of ways it goes wrong, but it's a fun idea. Oh, yeah. Like, you're a small child just bashing this thing Ten like 80 times. times yeah. and you've spent I imagine it has a limit. Sort of probably. Thing. Yeah. But you never know. If you agree to it, then... Yeah, you might, be, you might be in. But anyway, it's cool. It's one of those things that you know will just be cool like once. You'll be having like a barbecue oh, with yeah. friends. There'll you're be one time. Like, just go hit the button, mate, and then that'll be it. And then it will just be this annoying thing you try not to accidentally it, hit at night. Or drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, your mates are opening a bowls club. Of course they are. That isn't it? Totally checks out. It, it just seems so on brand. Um, fair bit of fun stuff happening in beer at the moment. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, Jeremy McGovern shouted out Wilson <laughs> Brewing and their Ginger Betty beer, which I don't wasn't on the hottest one hundred, I think. But like you know, there were a lot of other ginger beers yeah, on the hottest yeah. one hundred. Um, Twenty two calories, which I cannot confirm or deny. I don't think it, it seems way too low. I. Mc, Jeremy McGovern doesn't seem like the sharpest tool in the shed, so he could well be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think 122 is more unreasonable, but you never know. You, you never know. know. We may I be. I just feel like a three and a half percent beer, even with nothing else, that amount of alcohol is, is more, more than 22 calories. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty cool to see him give an actual shout out in West yeah. Coast gear at preseason training when some reporter said you're looking trim and yeah. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be a good one to hit the circuit with post retirement, I imagine. If he is sub one hundred and eighty kilos in ten years, I'd be shocked. <laughs> yeah, real Darren Jarman areas yeah. coming up, I think. Um, and Bright uh, released, released or releasing? We couldn't actually figure this out. I was actually kind of keen to buy one. Yeah, same. Um, a one hundred and four pack of their Alpine Lager, which is so great. Yeah, and like, I'd have to drink. Nothing but Alpine Lager, but I could get through that eventually. Uh, we'd, we'd make a dent in it. Yeah, I like Alpine Lager a lot. It's a lovely beer. Um, um, there was lots of like packaging like problems with that, like trying to get cardboard good enough that could hold up. <laughs> you know, 104 beers is going to be 30 kilos. Yeah. Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the weight was in one of these articles. We could have that. No, that sounds about right, though. It's, nah. it's a two-person job. Yeah, it's going to be awkward. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's it. For news. Um, we'll be back shortly with Hottest 100 chat. Yeah. All right, we are back with Hottest 100 discussion. Um, I would we'll put timestamps in. If you're sick of hearing about it slash know everything about it, feel free to skip this. Yeah, you're about to hear 10 to 15 minutes of us saying it's funny that, it, you know, the yeah po- the most uh, popularity contest is won by the fucking beers that are sold at the... Beer. Uh, fucking idiots. Um... <laughs> But yeah, there's a few things. We'll we'll go through the hundred. We'll we'll have a chat about some other stuff, um, and we'll try to keep it brisk and light. So yeah, yeah. If you're if you're on the fence, maybe just leave it on, and we'll we'll try to make this cruisy. It'll be quick. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll go through the hundred first. Um, I'm not going to read every one of them out, but I will read the top and bottom of that ten. I'd actually read that ten. That ten's interesting. The and first then, ten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so ninety-one to a hundred. Uh, Four Pines Hazy Pale Ale, Bolter IPA, Cooper's Best Extra Stout, Hawker's West Coast IPA, Gage Roads, Pipe Dreams Coastal Lager, Range Lights and Music, Dainton Jungle Juice, Lord Nelson Brewery, Three Sheets, which gets in every year somehow, Bad Shepherd, Peanut Butter Porter, and One Drop Brewing Co. Wee Jam. Yep. Peanut Butter and Jelly combo to finish us off. Yeah, beautiful, isn't it? That Bad Shepherd beer gets in around 98, 99 yeah. every year. Yeah. So it's been out for three years and got in three times, I believe, and it's very nice beer. That's that's a ripper beer. It just isn't the sort of beer you think makes this this list. No. I think it must be like just number five for a lot of people who are like, yeah. what else do I like? And that's yeah. Um, I find that list really interesting, seeing the range tipper in there. I think I had that as one of my golden pint winners. It was definitely up there. It was definitely up there. It was in the conversation. 
Um, Hawkers West, West Coast. Coast. Yep. Fuck, that's a good beer. Cooper's Stout, some real, some real yeah. Angus Dylan classic. It really is a good. You just read that and go. There's a lot of Angus beers there. Yeah, I'm quite fond of Jungle Juice. In a past life, I could have seen Four Pines Hazy, Boulder IPA, Best Extra Stout, and West Coast Online. Yeah, I could also have seen that. You know, two or three years ago, being like in the top ten almost. Yeah, sort of yeah. Um, Boulder IPA is a bit of a crap beer. Cool to see a sour in there. Yep. Um, it is a fun ten, um, and yeah, enjoy it while it lasts because it gets less That's fun. About from to here. be less fun. Yeah. Uh, so 81 to 90, um, at 81, Little Creatures Pacific Ale down to number 90. One Drops Double Vanilla Custard Pancake Imperial Nitro Thick Shake IPA. Which I think was in last stupid. year. Um, yeah, I think it was number 100 last year, wasn't yeah, it? Or something I think like so. That? Yeah. Uh, what a ridiculous fucking beer. Yeah. And we've got our first of quite a few ginger beers. Yes. So I think four ginger beers in total. And I've never heard of Diablo. Neither. So... Queensland, apparently. So yep, yep. Sprocket, that's a ripper beer. Uh, yep, the only good Young Henry's beer. I was about to yep. make exactly the same joke. Uh, yeah, I don't love that it's little joke, little creatures Pacific Ale. I don't. Think no, it's neither. Very good. I like Rogers though. Yeah, and I love that Rogers makes every year. It shows me that there's a good over sixty contingent. Yeah, people are this. voting. Yeah, um, and yeah. I miss, mismatch session's really nice too, but it has to be very fresh. And that wayward raspberry Berliner gets in a lot as well. Yes, which is a very nice, controversially possibly better than Miss Pinky. Had both that, side by side. That's yeah. We're going to have to side by side. Then. I, I don't think you can say that. <laughs> I maybe it was the condition. I yep. was. I like the wayward more. Wow. As a drinking beer. Yep. Uh, I yep. think yeah. Perhaps as a utility beer, maybe Miss Pinky. Yeah. Okay. Um. And all right, seventy-one to eighty. Uh, so from your mates Sally down to Capitals Rock Hopper. I like Rock Hopper. I Me had that too. at the brewery, fresh as fuck, and it was banging. One of the worst beers in Australia on there, Young Henry's Natural Lager, which is, I would hope that they could at least do a good lager. I don't mean to constantly shit on Young Henry's, but it's like I do. <laughs> I, I yeah, it's a bad beer. It's a shock. I hate that beer with yeah. a passion. Rat Dog in at seventy-nine. I thought there was a chance Rat Dog would go higher. 79 is still nothing to sneak. No, no, no. Absolutely. Um, Dayton's Blood Orange, um, also a really good beer. Um, I've actually had the Yamundi Ginger Beer. It's quite nice. Okay. Um, That's a CUB brand, isn't it? Or a Lion I think brand. it is now. Or it's a Lion yeah. brand, I think. I had it when it wasn't. Yeah. Um, back, back in the day. Back in um, the day. And I, I like Big Head quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the sort of, I don't know what you call it, the, uh, the forerunner of a lot of the diet beers we see nowadays. Yeah. And yeah. still probably the best of them in terms of an actual beer. Yeah, good to see it getting some love. Yep. Uh, 61 to 70, Four Pines, Pale Ale down to Gage Road Sidetrack. That's a, yeah. Some good stuff with some pretty miserable stuff in this 10. you got your Jedi Juice, yep. uh, Black Ops Pale is great. But then, you know, you got some pretty average stuff. Sidetrack's a very average beer. Um, Kosciuszko. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Old Mate. Um, Trail Pale is not great. Um, cool to see the Brouhaha Strawberry and Rhubarb Sour yeah. make it. Definitely, yeah. And, um, yeah, Juicy Bang is great beer. Yep, yep. Um, and I also think, you know, I don't know even, even know if this is controversial anymore, Four Pines Pale when it's fresh is a very nice beer. Oh, it's a ripper beer when it's in good condition. Mm. <laughs> Which is harder and harder to find. It's a real pirate life throwback IPA situation oh where it's God. a great beer but it's impossible to find in that not six, yeah, that's six not, like ten months old. Yeah. Um, 51 to 60, so from Big Shed's Boozy Fruit down to Dayton's Equalizer. Um, I drank a lot of Equalizer last year. I didn't actually yep. vote for it, but um, yeah. Yeah, you really rate that. We had a few here. They were um, very Perfectly tasty. Yeah. Uh, Range Disco, which is good considering how new that beer is. Yeah, that is really cool that it got that high. Because I reckon they released that in like November. Yeah. I think you and December. I split a 16-pack of those we one did. night, and that's the only time I've had it, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. We did. Very convenient that Jono lives across the road. Yes, yes. Um, get friends who live near good breweries. Yeah. That's my... Stomping Ground, Gip Street getting in there as well. Yep. What a ripper beer, and considering it's just Victoria-centric, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of fridge fillers in yep. this town. Um. 41 to 50, so from uh, Cologne, sorry, CB goes <laughs> Pale Ale down to White Rabbit Dark Ale. They still haven't replied to my ask, my question that I put to them of what does CB stand for? Yeah. <laughs> stands for no questions. <laughs> it's, yeah, it stands for no comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Comments dear. banned. Oh, dear. Um, 
yeah, so this is a, a pretty fun 10. Uh, you got Hawaiian Haze from uh, Ballistic on there, so they, they clearly don't care. Bright pushed Alpine really, really hard. They did, 46. I think it's a pretty good result for them. I reckon it's funny because I, really, I feel like they would be disappointed a yeah. bit, but I feel like from an outsider's point of view, it's very impressive. Getting a lager to... Yeah, in the top 50. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to talk about another one in a bit, but uh, we'll, we'll get there. Um, I had Serpent's Kiss at the brewery. Yep, last nice year. Beer. It's a lovely, lovely beer. Good to see Captain Sensible in there. Uh, I always like Hang Loose as well, all the variants of that. And this is Feral, I believe Feral's only entry, which it makes them the only brewery to be in every Sounds right. countdown since the start, if I'm not incorrect. Which you may be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If it's Little everyone, Creatures? Hmm? Little Creatures? Maybe it's, yeah, they're not independent though. Um, maybe no, that's true. But neither are feral anymore. So I'm just trying yeah. to think. There is a stat there. It might just be ten years, but I, I, I there is something. We'll we'll, conf- we'll fact check that one. Yeah. Editor's note here: uh, Feral have been in every year. They're not the only brewery that's done it, but they are the only brewery who have had a winner three times in a row. Which, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure why I wanted to bring that up there, but that's the stat. Either way, I think I think it ensures basically that they've been, they've definitely been in there for at least a decade. Yeah, now, um, with with that, so congratulations to them. Um, Thirty-one to forty. So we've got goat, very enjoyable beer, down to Bolter's bucket full of nothing. Um, I don't think I've had bucket full of nothing. I think that was a collaboration with. I want to say Garage Project, but I don't think that's right. Anyway, it was a collaboration of some. Some thing. Three ginger beers in this uh, ten. Yeah, yeah. How many ginger beers do we have all up? Is it is it six? Is it seven? Seven? Because Brookvale Union, I think, finishes at fifteen or something ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry, I know this riveting radio. One, two, three, four, five, six, six. Three there. I think it's six. Yep. Um. Yeah. Very impressive. And I think, um, no, I think Matzo's is the best of them, and uh, that's that's at thirty-seven here. Um, Bucket full of nothing is actually a collaboration with Bolter and Mountain Culture. Uh, that would explain a few things. Seven and a half percent, double hazy. It should give notes of pineapple, strawberry, bubblegum, guava. Musk and orange. Interesting. Yep. I wouldn't have thought that's a combo, but here we are. Um, probably the only other call out is that Better Beers, I want to call it false advertising, but their slightly <laughs> dodgy 200 calorie ginger beer is on here at 30. It is genuinely unbelievable, isn't it? Um, and Heaps Normal, 33. Very cool. Yes, the only non alcoholic yep. beer um, in the countdown, um, which incredibly well deserved. Yeah. Um, 21 to 30, um, Bolter Easy Hazy down to Modus Cavesa. Yes. Yeah. If you told me that the only Modus uh, beer to make it into the countdown would be a lager in the top 30, I would be. In fairness, they were ahead of the trend on this beer. They yeah, pulled this yeah. out. I still haven't had one. I Neither. am intending to. Um, but they pulled this out well before, like, like start of end of last, end of 21. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, they, they've definitely been around for a bit. They must have pushed hard this year. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of core range pails in this tent. I love that Grifter pail. I reckon it is a really underrated pail. I haven't had it in ages. Yeah. I'll, I'll back you in on that, though. But you've also got Brick Lane, One Love, Hawks Patio Pale. Um, Some would argue, little argue Cooper's Sparkling. Yep. Yep. Um, and Little Creatures. And then also, yeah, you could also. Four Pines Pacific Ale is almost their core beer nowadays. And Barley Griffin, which I think yes. is fucking appalling. Yeah, it's not a good beer. I hate it. For such a good brewery, I, it is. I genuinely don't understand. Who drinks it? Anyway. Enough people to vote at 24 The hours. other cool one, Heads of Noosa being the top-ranked lager. Yep. With um, is that Japanese style Is the first lager. time that's happened? Probably. I feel like they were really high last year. Yeah. Or something. yeah. yeah. Either way, good on them. Yeah. Um, lager only brewery Get around them Yeah definitely I would love to um, Noose is just a bit far Yeah, um, yeah. So into the into the, the business end 11 to 20 So we got Gage Road Single Fin uh, Down at Black Hops Brewery I think I think Gage Road Single Fin It's uh, pro- Apart from Two Birds Gold Now Is the most 
determined by freshness beer in oh, Australia yeah. in terms of quality. You've got to have that. And that two birds pale hell. Yeah, that? yeah, that was fantastic. But like, yeah, I think I thought single film was shit. I went to WA. I had one that was like a week or two old. And it was, was fantastic. Yep. And then, but it's impossible to find. So yeah. for that reason alone, I, I struggle to rate it. Yep. Yeah, but good to see the West Australians getting around one of their own, and now in de- now re-independent brewery for a little while now. Yeah, yeah, they have been, haven't they? And Rebel Strawberry and Cream at fourteen. Is, they must have pushed that so hard. That was tipped to be a possible contender. Yeah, to win. I it? remember seeing it was second favorite. I yeah. think, for quite a while. I was like, what? What do you mean it's second favorite? Yeah. So um, they must have had quite a campaign. Uh, Coles IPA from Mountain Coach, good to see, and um, Filter XPA. Yeah, always nice to see. Yeah. Um, I think we can probably read out the 10. Yeah, let's um, do it. So 1 to 10. Uh, Mountain Culture, status quo. Congratulations to Mountain Culture. Uh, Bolsa XBA, Bent Spoke Crankshaft, Stonewood Pacific, Your Mates Larry, Better Beer, Zero Carb, Young Henry's New Towner, Cooper's Original Pale Ale, Bridge Road, Beechworth Pale, and Black Hops Goat. Good to see the classics sticking around for Cooper's and Bridge Road. Yeah, and that answers the question of what the highest rated lager is because it's obviously better beer, but um, no nope. real, real lager potentially. That, that's not a lager, Dylan. That's a <laughs> it's a zero carb. It says it in the name. It's a yeah. different thing. It's a it's a malt flavored soda water. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, Jesus. But yeah, um, I that's a pretty unsurprising top ten. Maybe Mountain Culture winning. Mountain Culture taken out, I think, is slightly surprising. And I'm also slightly surprised at Bolter coming back. Yeah, and better be a not going up more. Yeah, I'm slightly... Thank God for that. Yeah, I think we can all be thankful it finished sixth. I, I talk, I, yeah, I hang a lot of shit on better beer. I drink a lot of better beer. As a man who's trying to lose a little bit of weight, at 86 calories is very tempting. And if you just want yeah. a beer, it's fine. But yeah, I have a problem with the wider, I want to say like flaunting of the, the rules, but it's like... It just feels a little bit dodgy the way they've done it. Yeah. I just feel like that it is something that is getting people who wouldn't normally vote in the Hottest 100, which isn't a bad thing, no. but getting them to vote for that beer. And so you're getting a lot of influence that may not have been there otherwise. And I had the same complaint last year and I will continue to have it every year. Yeah. yeah th- this is where we sound like a broken record and people say, you mm. just fucking list the same things every year. Anyway, here um, we are. Here we are. Indeed, here we are. Other little fun facts. For me, I think the one that only seven beers released for the first time last year made the 100. Yeah, crazy. Isn't that ridiculous? When you think about how craft beer was so, especially for so many years, has been about the new release, new, 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 new. Yeah. Which I think is almost better. And you look at like um, the Kiwi one, for example, and I think that's a bit more like that. Yeah, it is. The Kiwi one, as a lot of people do point out, is craftier yes for one of a better word no no it is it is definitely it's um it's but i think it's a function of it being smaller yeah yeah um in a lot of ways and so i think the australian one's obviously taken off and takes off more every year um i'd be interested in seeing voting numbers i assume it it rockets up yearly um yeah um just just quickly Mm. um the five that that we both that we voted for that I voted for and then you voted for. So I voted for Bright Alpine Lager, Hop Nation Rattenhund, Thirsty Crow Vanilla Milk Stout, Dayton Major Tom and La Serene Praline. That's a fun list. And you voted for Rattenhund, uh, Slow Lane Refectory, Two Rupees, Seventh Heaven, Mountain Culture Status Quo and Hawker's West Coast. That's an interesting list from me. But yeah. there you go. And this possibly leads to the most sad fact of the year mm. is that Wildflower Amber finished at 101 and we pretty much vote for that every year and we did It's the first year. time we haven't, I think. And um, I'm sure it was probably out by two votes uh, or something. That, that really is depressing, isn't it? New list goes down to 617 before we get 100, yeah. you know, that have uh, were released last year. Very interesting. But I suppose you do need now with an increased voting pull you need longer to build the brand around a beer to bump it in yeah no definitely yeah there's a lot of good beers in that um next next hundred or whatever they call that yeah um double west coast from hawkers made an appearance about 170 odd you love to see it yeah yeah good anything else not really yeah cool i think i think let's i think we've done done that to death um yeah Hottest 100 for another year in the bag. Yeah. Congratulations to, to Mountain Culture. Yeah. 
which is something we probably didn't make a big enough deal of. But oh, we were genuinely, so, we were well done. Yeah, well done. Huge, huge achievement. Rupert Beer managed to sort of buy into the mountain culture. Boys will vote for me. Yeah, all the Hayes boys will vote for me if I actually put it in. And after all those years of not putting stuff in, and then yeah, yeah, I agree. It was all very smart. Well done, guys. Yeah, well done. We'll be back in a moment. We are back with the scouting report. A um, few what? little... Yeah, kick us off. Yeah, yeah. For once, I've done stuff. Um, went up to the Gold Coast. Um, went to Maddock. Um, unfortunately, didn't see um, Annalise oh. uh, there. But um, it was a weekend, so I'm glad she wasn't there in, in some ways. It's good they've got stuff. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, it it's, um, was busy. Yeah. They were having a 40th birthday or something, and so there's quite a few people there. Food truck, um, awesome selection of beers. Um I, I meant to bring some stuff back to Melbourne. I brought I brought you one. I meant to bring you more than one, but uh, had a big night one night. One and of them, someone yeah, got drunk. There were eight lagers, and none of them made it back to Melbourne. <laughs> um, oh, we've all been there. I guess is the ticks. I had uh, I had the framboise, frambu. Yeah, yeah. However, they're saying that one. Yeah, and celebration IPA, which is what you and I and uh, yep. Simon yep. had at the Garage Brewery, the original. Yeah, Maddox. Maddox. Uh, yeah. I'm OG. Um, yeah, and they were both tasting fantastic. Um, my sister, as a non-craft beer drinker, was there. She had two beers and didn't really like them very yeah, much. Yeah, okay. She, the, the fruit one, she said, just tasted... Too fruity? No, like a weird fruit because I don't think she's used to fermented fruit. And yeah. then the other one, I think she just got a pale ale and it was quite bitter. Yeah, okay. Um, which is, you know, fair enough. But um, She like drinks it. a bit of beer though. Well, she definitely did with us in She She drinks beer. Yeah, no, she drinks beer. Um, like that, if she's going to drink alcohol, she drinks beer. Yeah. So, um, but she drinks pretty much just like hoppy stuff and sours. Yeah. Okay. So I think she mostly drinks fruited sours. And by that, I mean like balloon advices. And yeah. Stuff. So yeah. like she's used There's to There's not the a lot of being, fruit. Yeah. Well, she's just used to it being more like fresh fruit flavor, not a fermented fruit Yeah, flavor. interesting. But um, yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, and then another day when I was up on the Gold Coast, I went uh, up a trip up Tambourine Mountain mm-hmm. with mum, bloody beautiful part of the world, to Fortitude. Yep. Um, and by extension, uh, Noisy Manor. Yep. Um, had Anzus oh, yeah. on tap. And that used to be such a good beer. Yeah, like incredibly good. Um, I was, yeah. That was that was one where I was waxing lyrical about how good it was. Yeah. And mum had a sip. She's like, too bitter. <laughs> as as parents often are. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. She she quite she had a Saison, which she quite liked there. And I think yeah. the, the beer was, yeah, very high quality. Um the other thing that was good about it is they were open and serving food from I think it was like eleven AM on a Monday. Good. So That's good area. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they know their crowd. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a, a real good time and um, a real good place and I do have an Anzus for you, a very fresh one. Oh, so. oh, wonderful. And funnily enough, the second best beer I had there was just their straight pale, which I'd never had before, but it's a I don't think I've had pale. it either. Yeah, well, I've got you one of them too. <laughs> God, this is turning out into a wonderful <laughs> little trip for me. Um, but yeah, that was it. Um, I will say if I had to make say anything bad about either of them, mm-hmm. Fortitude's Pizza was extremely average. And mum had a Thai beef salad that they gave That sounds her. like a terrible idea in Queensland. <laughs> yeah. That had, so it had no chilli, no herbs. Um, so it's not a Thai dressed. beef salad. No. And yeah, and they gave her this like piddly little wooden fork that just couldn't pick up anything. Because it's a salad. Of course. Yeah. One uh, of those ones that are like too stubby. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yep. If anyone follows Don't Drink Beers, he had a very similar complaint about Chipotle using those little disposable forks yep. on uh, on Instagram, which you, you may remember if you follow him. But yeah, um, that was the only downside though. Yeah. The beer was fantastic. Beer was great. Food was shit. That seems like that's fixable though. Yeah, yeah. And like, to be honest, it's, it, it's it, you know, it was probably my fault for ordering pizza at 11 a.m. on a Monday. Still. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it well. Don't that's just... True. Don't have it, and then people go, "Oh, I didn't enjoy that." Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm I'm pretty, you know, pretty uh, easygoing mm. with food a lot of the time. But yeah, wasn't worth the calories for me, and didn't, didn't eat the whole thing. Um, that is disappointing. Yeah, 
But the only disappointment, um, yeah, should should reiterate, beer was fantastic, really well priced, and um, yeah, Maddock was really good too. So well done, Gold Coast. I went to Love Shack's new spot last ah, week. Ah, yeah. Um, with Dave, mm. uh, we were both incredibly disappointed. They've lost their little spot out out near the beer garden, uh, so it's all inside now. It's sort of. Is it worth it? Is it worth them opening the new place if they lose the old one? Well, they do have their own brewery now, which is quite impressive. The, the movie Courtyard was such a pleasant oh. They used to. I think we've talked about it in this podcast. We, but they used to we surely did. Yeah. We wax lyrical about that. They have months. a lovely little courtyard uh, serving beer and full fat Cokes out of a little little caravan-y, thing. truck-y thing. Yeah, um, just really idyllic surrounds. It was yeah. very nice. Yeah. So they're literally right next door. Yeah, because they, they said they that, said that yeah. but I didn't think they meant literally, you know, you could flick beer at them from your glass. It's that close sort nice. of thing yeah. from the courtyard. So is there is that thing the courtyard thing still open? Just I don't know. There? Oh, don't know. Did you go back to the uh, the world's smallest uh, beer garden? We did not. We did not. <laughs> we unfortunately we unfortunately had. Probably too many people yeah. to fit <laughs> in said beer garden. I feel like we had too many with three people. Yeah, so, yeah. so we had six and it, yeah. it just wasn't going to happen. No, no we way. did get to Johnny's though, so oh. new Johnny's. It's got so big they've had to go to a new site as well. Oh, okay, so they've, got a, the, they've still got the old one oh, apparently. They've got two sites, even better. I always thought that they should move, they should have moved over to, his, what's that thing? The old, like that big area, like the metalworks or whatever it is that has all like the... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. should have chucked a spot in there as well. Yeah, so now they're in the main bit down near the supermarket okay. and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Still as good? Oh, it was excellent. Yeah. Real, best, real good. Best croissants in Australia. Yeah, this is a uh, castle main for those <laughs> wondering. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's not beer. They don't serve beer. No, no, they do not. Um, your local stuff has not gone as well as I would have thought. I've had a, quite a busy start to the year. Yeah. I think I've got... Two up, maybe three. Yeah. Getting there on the beer front, though, I think I've got about 30-ish, mostly contract brands to find. Nice. And about, I think it's 11 I'm down to. To visit. To visit. Yeah. Uh, so this year's looking less likely that it will be finished, but next year maybe. Oh, well, you know, the year is young. The year is young. I'm just uh, considering the other stuff I've got to do this year. I'm yeah, not sure we're going to get true. there. Yeah, you do have a busy year. Not sure we're going to get there. Um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe I can chip in and do a couple. Yeah, always welcome to. That would that would probably help instead of me just being like, so when are we doing here at the local and waiting for you to do it? Um, fantastic. I think we can roll right into what we're drinking. Let's do it. Um, we went to the side project event at Carwin. I can't remember if the second one's happened now. But Yesterday. It, oh, yeah. Today, I think. Okay. So not You'll the, date stamp yourself. Not the, not the dumb one. Not the dumber one, I think, would be the right way. With the, the, the initial yeah, one. Okay. The, Feb- the January? Feb- yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, it's not that. The $120 one, one not the $250 one. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. one. Um, but, yeah, I, I've got to say mildly sceptical, but, yeah, side project's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That was sort of my takeaway as well. Yeah. Those beers were all really, really, really good. When you've got, I think it's four of the top ten beers on Untap. Yeah. Like, we probably should have had more faith. Yeah. No, look, I mean, I had faith, but it's it's just the amount of hype. It's difficult to match no matter how good it is. Yeah. Um, but the first yeah. sip of that, um, I can't even remember which one it was, one of the ridiculous stouts, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah so we had, we had a, a few solid things. They had a – so they – Essentially, at Carwin, they had probably what like five to ten different like big sort of stout like things, and then a lot of wild stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think the wild stuff was really high quality too. The wild stuff was awesome. I reckon that we had a. Oh, I'm going to say it was Satsuma. It's definitely one of those yeah. funny Japanese citrus numbers. Well, remember it's citrus and a plum. We had this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we did, we both got it. We were both, both right. right. It's one of the perfect things. Um, I definitely have a screenshot of this tap list somewhere. Well, we had, yeah, so we had beer barrel time, beer barrel time, rye, derivation, continuance, and then a bunch of wild stuff. Yeah. And for Gabe, which is the barley wine blend, which was the only one that I thought was a little bit of a letdown. I thought that was massively overrated. Yeah. And, yeah. like, there were people there just waxing lyrical about it as well. Compared I thought to it was, the stouts. I thought, I thought it was hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, yeah. I, I didn't love it. 
Um, we had, I thought loam was really interesting. That was the, yeah, the fresh harvest thing. Grown on, yeah, in yeah. using wine grapes and yeah. like sort of, yeah, using the soil as very sort of minerally. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was fascinating. Um, table beer was really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, we'll be quite boring if we go through everything to say it was really good. But it literally, was. it was all really good. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was fantastic. And the, the event was um was quite fun. As they always are at Cowan. Yeah. Nicely they? put together. Yeah. Well organised. Um, Barbecue long, thing was fun. Along. Yep. Can't even remember what it was. It was delicious. I remember that. Arancinis with That's brisket in right. Yeah, very nice. Um, yeah. And then we trekked on. We had a nice little wonder. Um, yeah. Non-alcohol. Beer in hand. Yep. New, uh, new Banks. I'm going to shout that out. The Nope from Banks. I reckon that's a cracker. Yeah, that was really good. One of the really good non-outs. Yeah. And it would have been very fresh, which is nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we uh, we took a, a misguided shortcut and I <laughs> lost a polo shirt in the press. <laughs> um, but you did uh, get to stimulate the economy at Three Ravens by replacing true, yeah. your polo my shirt. shirt was in a bad, my polo was in a bad enough condition. We went to Three Ravens so I could buy another shirt. Um had a nice little dark lager at Three Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that was very, very pleasant. Um, and then, yeah, we went on from there to our booking at Last Serene um, and probably rocked up in better shape than we, we thought we may have, given the booking was, I think, six hours after the side project event started. So I think we were... Uh, more than that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but we were, we, would, we were okay. We were fine. Um, we may have overindulged slightly at Last Serene. I never did. Speaking never. of stimulating the economy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did have one of those moments where it was like, did I really buy a $140 round for two people? I guess I did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not, not hard to do. But also, I mean, yeah, as we sort of said earlier in the news segment, um, Costa was so good. Oh, yeah. So excited to have people back. And, like, you know, was obviously paying attention. Like, he gave us a Magnum. We got pause from a Magnum. And then we, like, looked at it and, like, took a sip and he came over and grabbed the meat. like, they're oxidised. You're, you're, you you're getting a new one. Yeah, this is yeah. not a... Not going to fly for me. And I was sort of like, I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. But then you had the other one and it was like, oh, my God, this is so much brighter. You could see where he was coming from, yeah. Um, but no, uh, Last Rain remains yeah. possibly the best brewery in the country. Go and have that um, bloody cheese board that they have. Yeah, yeah, that was very nice. It was a really good cheese board. It does not serve four, though. It serves two. No, <laughs> barely. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, I had a few random New York hazies, um, mostly just calling this out because, um, Angus was sort of interested in it. So I had yeah. some evil twins, some equilibrium, and then the best possible, one of the best hazies I've ever had, and definitely the best I've had in recent memory was the super cat daddy from beer tree brew, which, which I have never heard of. Neither had I. Um, so Port Crane in New York, um, Mosaic and Southern Passion, 10.6%. Of course it is. Um, just, yeah, unbelievably soft, like ridiculous sort of ripe pineapple notes. And like, I don't, you know, it's very hard to talk about hazies, but yeah. like, yeah. For, for I something- think it's important when we have a really good one to shout them out. Because yes. you and I so- talk so often about it's a hazy, it's tropical. Yeah. End of discussion. We don't need to discuss this any further. You know, it's, yeah. you all know what this tastes like. Whereas when you have a really good one, you can't always articulate why it's better. It just is. <laughs> Just, I think the softness of the body and the size of the body in relation to the hop character and the hop character not being green. Yeah. That's sort of like the big boxes to tick because hops yeah. taste really good. Like, it yeah, they're delicious. There's the a reason people like them. too much. Yeah. Um, like, unless you're, you know, I'm, I was going to say, like, unless you're hopping with noble hops, but to be honest, that'd probably be nice too. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think you're right. So, um, beer tree brew, um, highly recommended and, um, yeah, you should you should try to grab yourself one of those. Yeah, I'll see if I can around. find one. Um, they also do a regular cat daddy, which I think is just like a sedate eight percent. Yeah, something. of course it is. Yeah. Um, just a real get me in trouble beer. Yeah, like at yeah. least at ten, you might be like, oh, there's a little bit of alcohol here. Yeah, whereas in the eight, you probably don't notice it until you've had until the damage is done. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of American stuff, you had a, a Sierra Nevada celebration. Oh, so good to see it back Sierra around. Nevada drop. There was a big Sierra Nevada drop, actually. There's sticky cans, as we were talking about earlier, mm. which is, seems very odd for a brewery of that size, but we'll look into that a little more. Yep. But, yeah, celebration, tasting as good as ever. Probably the freshest one we've had in years. Mm. Um, I've never had that beer fresh before. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ruthless Rye came out again. Oh, very nice. Which is always a, a fun beer. Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, dumb barley wine, which I did not get to buy. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll be floating around. If it's anything like when I used to work at a boutique bottle shop, we'll find one him. of those floating around. <laughs> so someone will have it. Um, 
yeah, I think the. I guess I'm hoping what this does is open the door for another founders drop. I feel like it's been way too long since it we've had been a founders ages drop. Ages. I feel like we used to find founders everywhere, similar to Sierra Nevada. So like I'm I'm hoping we see a bit more of that come around because yeah, yeah. I've been trying to find a straight founders imperial stout for God knows how long because that is the that best is such price a good to, beer yeah, quality ratio of just about any beer. No, um, no. The answer will always be La Serene, uh, the red one. Just forgotten that had a farmhouse red. Farmhouse red. Well, had a complete mental blank on that. The Saint Bernardus ABT twelve. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good too. call. That's a good call. Um, there's a few. There's a few heavy hitters in that category. Um, that might have to be a segment we do one yeah, day. Yeah, one day. Um, work out how many dollars it is. What is what it is out of ten, and go from there. Um, and. Uh, finally, you've noticed a lot of throwbacks. Yeah, I'm just going to put this on the record. I think we're having quite a fun year in beer so far. Like, so we had the the Your Mates Bowls Club. That feels like a very yep. early craft idea, you know, standing out. A bit gimmicky, but also on brand. Yeah, but like we had the Burnley, Burnley where we were last night, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, their Wizen they've put into their core range, and that really feels like... When I, early when I was getting into craft beer sort of territory when everyone had a wheat beer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, no one has wheat beers in their core range anymore. No. Um, another very big throwback thing, the 19-way collaboration headed by Rocky Ridge. Called yeah. With, with a great name when you're thinking about it. Herding Cats. Yep. You know, like yeah, you can yeah. totally say that. Yeah, definitely. 20 fucking brewers in a building. And yeah. <laughs> seeing where you go. I'm sure it would be very much like that. And then the Hawkers... Um, release that they did with this year, yeah. yeah, with this different Citra uh, fields, effectively. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was going to be a little gimmicky. Then I had it, and they were three radically different beers. And worst case scenario, it would have been three Hawkers IPAs. So you couldn't uh, go wrong. No one was ever going wrong. Yeah, and they sold out like hotcakes mm. everywhere. Where'd you end up getting yours from in the end? Uh, Carwin. Carwin. Yeah. There were some at McCoppin's Abbots for the other day, I saw. Of course there were. Yeah. That is the hidden gem yeah. that no yeah. one should be allowed to find. Yeah, that that in that in Purvis sometimes. Yeah. Depending on what it is. Um Yeah. I think Purvis's online store has hurt that. Yes, that's true, because you can Google it now. Yeah. You can't you can't just wander in there and find Fine. something like, oh, people really wanted this two years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which was the best part about going to Purvis. Um, and I think that does us just about. I think so. Um, in the interest of keeping this brisk and bright, we're uh, going to s- shelve the cellar for another. Yeah, shelve cellar, shelve lager, and we will be back with vengeance next time. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very much. See ya. <laughs>